You're listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, Around Atlanta edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the Around Atlanta edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Carol Morgan. Good morning, Carol. This is going to be a fun conversation. Kick us off, please. I'm really excited about today's guest. We have Patrick Pitaluga, the co-founder and CEO of Grubly Farms on air with us this morning. And he's going to tell us about all sorts of fun stuff, including one of their products that's called Grubly's. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you so much for having me. Well, Patrick, welcome to the show. Uh, It's good to have you. Appreciate you making time to join us. Uh, Before we kick off uh, what's going on uh, around Grubly Farms, take a minute and tell us a bit about you and your background. Sure thing. So... uh, I guess I started a company with my cousin, Sean Warner, uh, pretty much right out of college. I had gone to school for initially engineering, but it ultimately switched over to business, looking at supply chain operations. Um, however, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And, and one day, uh, my cousin Sean came up to me and, and uh, he was telling me about this concept that he had recently come across. And that concept was edible insects. And... Uh, that kind of got us going down the path of looking at alternative proteins, how the market was changing. And we came across a species called the black soldier fly. And the more research we did on it, the more and more inspired we were to, to start a company that, that utilizes them. And w- one of the main reasons why is that uh, they can be grown in such a sustainable manner. The grubs themselves are actually fed a diet of food waste. And if you're unaware... In the U.S. alone, there's about 52 million tons of food waste every year that goes into landfills where it decomposes into methane gas. The concept behind it is instead of going to landfills, let's take this food waste, feed it to these grubs, and then the grubs can become a sustainable source of protein for for any animal, but mostly looking at chicken, fish, uh, but can also be used for dogs, cats goats, and pigs, and pretty much any, any other type of farm animal or any animal that, that eats. Uh, and animal-based protein. So when we realized that we wanted to get into this industry, we didn't really know where we where we were going to go. We initially thought that we might make a burger patty out of it for human consumption. We thought about uh, just selling an ingredient to farms, but ultimately we initially just decided to start growing them and seeing seeing what happens. And we started growing them in our laundry room of our apartment. Uh, Sean and I were living in a small apartment just off the Georgia Tech campus, and we set up a little fly net, uh, bought about 700 black soldier fly grubs off Amazon, and got to work trying to figure out how to get these little creatures to breed, because that's where we, we had read was the biggest, uh, one of the biggest challenges is that people were having is with getting them to actually breed and, and procreate so that you can continue the cycle. So that's where we started. As we ventured along in our business, uh, we started doing customer discovery to actually figure out where we could sell these products. We quickly realized that even the smallest farms or the smallest feed mills uh, required thousands, if not tens of thousands of pounds of protein a week just to keep up with their current demand. And not only that, looking at the commercial market, as much as farmers liked what we had to, to offer, they loved the concept behind sustainable protein, uh, insects are more natural for chickens, what have you. They still were operating a business, and so they needed to make money on every egg that was laid or every pound of chicken that was grown. And we could not produce a high enough 
quantity, nor could we sell it for a cheap enough amount. So we started looking at different markets and avenues. And it was around that time that my parents actually got some backyard chickens and they were feeding them mealworms. Um, and my dad told me to look into it as just, you know, it seems like this is similar to what you guys are doing. You might want to look into it. And so when we started looking into it, we realized that the backyard chicken market is much larger and cooler than what we could have imagined. And not only that, they were a market that was already using uh, dried insects as a source of food um, or, or a treat for for their chicken. And what we saw was that there was only this product, dried mealworms, on the market for chickens. And outside of the protein, there's really not there's nothing nutritionally benefit, uh, beneficial for the chickens for mealworms. And on top of that, we also realized that pretty much all of the mealworms that are sold here in the U.S are actually grown in China and imported over here. So we launched our product Grublies, which is a the whole dried black soldier fly grub uh, as an alternative to mealworms. It was a USA-grown product. Um, Grublies had 50 times as much calcium as mealworms did, which is really important for chickens because uh, eggshells are about 97% calcium. And if chickens don't get enough calcium in the diet, they'll start to pull that calcium from their bones. So it's really important that chickens get that calcium. But not only that, considering that chickens were are were and I guess are going from farm animals to actual pets and people are they're naming them, they're buying toys, treats, they're spending tons of money on them, just like people do with their dogs and cats. These chickens are getting getting to be part of the family. And so people were starting to become more aware of where their food was coming from for the chickens and what they were feeding them. So it also worked out well that we had a USA-grown product, so it's alternative to a Chinese-grown product. And it was timely because there was also several issues of pet foods coming out of China that had been tainted. So we were able to offer a really a wholesome, nutritious, and safely-grown product for these customers. And that's kind of what kicked us off going down this uh, path of Grubly Farms with Grublies and servicing the backyard chicken market with Grublies. And then ultimately, we, we recently came out with our first fully formulated layer feed. So uh, Grubly's layer feed is actually a product that uh, meets all of the nutri- nutritional requirements for chickens instead of just being a supplementary feed. And then we're one of the, or if not the first company to offer an insect-based chicken feed on the market, which is pretty cool. That's awesome because most of what you see out there is you know grain-based and Chickens, like many different kinds of birds, and I guess other animals too, really need that protein. So, and the calcium, you know, and I guess a lot of our listeners know I live on a 20 acre farm. I've had chickens in the past. They're really, really hard to keep alive. Everything eats chickens. Someday I may have them again, but they're going to live in a concrete bunker, I think. Um, (laughs) So, I, I guess. One of the things I'm interested in, you know, I compost and, you know, that's one of the ways I get rid of, you know, food waste here. But what do you see as the implications of your research and your product for, you know, eliminating food waste in the the future? How do you see that working? I think that Black Soldier Flies presents a really unique opportunity to recycle not only food waste, but any type of waste. So again, right now we in the U.S. have about 52 million tons of food waste going into landfills. And there really is no reason for for that to happen. But one of the issues is that pretty much there's outside of composting, there's no other alternative. And composting is a uh, very time-consuming process. Uh, it can take three, six, nine months to turn a pile of food waste into compost. And so when you're talking about 52 million tons of food waste, it will obviously start to take up a lot of space. 
Uh, soldier flies, on the other hand, are really unique because they can eat up to 200, uh, or I guess two times their body weight every day. So they're voracious eaters. They can quickly turn that food waste into a usable source of protein. And then as a byproduct, um, the grubs poops is actually a fertilizer that can be used in organic farming. So I think grub presents a really unique opportunity there. But even on top of that, they provide a really unique opportunity around the world, um, globally speaking, because they can also be used in sanitation infrastructure. We've seen research and studies that the insects can also be grown off of animal manure. So we've had hmm. interest from pig farms and chicken farms that animal waste is, is a huge issue for them and it needs to be trucked out or, right. or uh, trucked or go out on rails. And so there's a possibility that these insects could be grown off of animal manure. And if they are grown off manure, then they, at a minimum, you'd still get a fertilizer from it. And there's still this potential of the actual insects themselves being used as a source of protein. Um, strangely enough, they actually have an antimicrobial property to them. Oh, that is still being ex- explored, but uh, preliminary tests have shown that after passing through a soldier fly grub, the, uh, I guess there's a test uh, eating manure and the grubs reduce the E. coli and salmonella count by, uh, I believe it was 90 and 80% respectively or something like that. It was something ridiculous that it, it uh, cleaned up a lot. And then on top of that, um, it's not necessarily pleasant to think about, but grubs can also be used to recycle human waste. So there was actually, when we first started, we were, um, had considered doing, uh, sanitation infrastructure in places like India where there's tons and tons of villages and towns that still don't have, uh, central plumbing or sewage. And so these insects can reduce the biomass of human waste by over 50%. And then, like I said, they have the antimicrobial properties. So there also is a unique opportunity there to create sanitation infrastructure for, for those who need it. Well, and I've been covering the water wastewater industry for a decade, and and that's a critical need in a lot of the world. So, yeah. Think you need 20% down to become a homeowner? Think again. What if you could buy a home without a down payment? That's right. New American Funding understands that saving for a down payment can be difficult. They have competitive loan programs that can get you into a new home. Their 100% FHA financing loan program makes getting into a new home with no down payment possible. Let one of their home loan professionals pre-qualify you. Contact a new American Funding loan officer today to find out more about these niche loan programs and start your home ownership journey. For more information, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. Three five four zero. Yeah, just just listening to you talk through all what that that Grubby Farms is doing, I have to remind the audience as we're recording this, we're all in lockdown with the coronavirus. So I've been doing a lot of reading, and I just went through National Geographic's uh, waste issue. I mean, the amount of waste that occurs around the globe is unbelievable. And, and you've mentioned twice now, 52 million tons of food waste. Is that just in the U.S.? Yes, that is just I mean, in the just U.S. imagine that. I mean, that 52 million tons of food, just food waste. I'm not talking about all the other kinds of things that we're wasting, like plastics and 
and other other types of refuse that comes from industrial nations. I mean, it's staggering what, what's happening here. And and there's an extreme edge of, of visionaries thinking about this problem. And the term escapes me at the moment, but it's like a circular economy or it's a circular something or other where the whole point is we, we reuse everything. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where that's where this is going, that we're going to set up a system. Now, this is generations before we probably get to where it needs to be. But the whole point is that we don't waste one thing. And so, I mean, I... What you the work that you're doing is just on the on the front edge of this thing, I and mean, it's really exciting work. I mean, where do you think? I mean, you mentioned at the top of the show that that you even considered at one point getting into human food. Uh, I mean, there's some intriguing possibilities where, about where this can go. What do you think the next steps are for for you guys at Grubly? Yeah, so we want to continue um, serving the backyard chicken market. We're looking at additional product lines to come out with that will aid chickens in in various capacities. And, and also just utilizing some your soda fly grub protein in, in all of our products that we create. Beyond the chicken markets, we want to expand into a variety of other pets, uh, fish, dogs, cats. Um, we just see huge potential across tons and tons of various industries. Um, but our, our initial focus is, uh, more so in the pet market, starting with obviously chickens and then growing from there. That's really exciting. I guess I was here thinking of uh, while you were talking. So, does turtle food fall into that too? It seems like most turtles eat insects too. So, that's probably another potential outlet for a high protein, high calcium food. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So, uh, I actually have a a bearded dragon that, Uh uh, as part of his diet, he he eats the dried grubs. So, there's also tons of potential in uh, any type of reptile feed as well, uh, whether it be lizards, turtles snakes, what have you. It's an exciting time to, to be thinking about the, all this stuff because, you know, Carol, as you alluded to, people are much more uh, conscious now about the food that they, they give to their animals and their pets. And, you know, most people are now thinking a lot about the idea of sustainability and all their decisions and the home they buy and the food they buy. And, you know, I mean, so it's, it's a good time uh, to be positioning yourselves as a leader in this market. Exciting stuff. All right. Well, Patrick, uh, running low on time. Before we let you go, should anyone need to connect with you or learn more about what's happening at Grubly Farms? Uh, where do they go? Absolutely. They can visit us at grublyfarms.com or we're available via email at hello at grublyfarms.com. Patrick Pitaluga, a co-founder and chief operating officer at Grubly Farms. Patrick, once again, appreciate your important work here and good luck in the future. And I'm sure our paths will cross again. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. All right. Well, that wraps this week's Around Atlanta edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, 
contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.